Welcome to The Rest is Education. This is an educational podcast brought to you by teachers for teachers. I'm Ross Borthwick and today I'm with Fraser Findlater of Reportal.ai and today we're going to be talking about reporting. Don't worry though, it's a very different take on reporting. So Fraser, thank you so much for coming on. I've been absolutely stoked to to get this podcast underway and it's something we've been discussing for for some time. So thank you for for coming on. I wondered whether you could introduce yourself. Obviously, you're not a teacher, um, so maybe tell us why you're interested in this. Yeah, no, uh, it's great to be here. Um, Yeah, so I, like you said, I'm not a teacher. I'm not sort of connected to the teaching game at all. Um, my mother and actually my father used to be teachers. Uh, my father actually gave it up quite quickly after getting his teaching degree. Um, but my mother is has been a teacher for at least 40 years. Uh, she does a little bit of relief teaching in a, a little beach town called Hopia, New Zealand. I was just going to say you are you are actually from New Zealand. There's a lot of innovation coming out of New Zealand at the moment. And we had Thomas Primrose on the pod recently. So, Fraser, would you mind telling us a bit about Reportal? Yeah, so Reportal is a, a web app or a tool um, that helps teachers create reports uh, that have perfect sentence structure, are grammatically correct, and are personal to the student. Wow. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty revolutionary. I'm definitely keen to hear more about how it's specific to this, the student and um, personal, because that that sounds like it could be an absolute game changer in, in our world. Okay, so Fraser, you've obviously told us about your connection to teaching, but specifically, what made you think of developing Reportal? Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, my my mother is a teacher. Um, she's been teaching for the better part of 40 years. And I remember as a, as a child going in um, to school with my mum over the weekend, um, and I would sit down a little Acorn computer and I would play, you know, Hangman or whatever other games that were on there at the time, while my mum would write these reports and it would be Saturday, Sunday, as well as Saturday, Sunday, it would be every weeknight and then it would be the next weekend where she would just be pumping out these these reports, you know. You're writing, I mean, at the time she had 30 students, um, you're writing for six different subjects, so 30 times six you can see how that number grows and grows and you can see the amount of work that's needed to to um yeah to to produce these reports so yeah i guess that was the the basis around around creating reportal and yeah it was it was finding an idea that that needed to be solved and a lot of the times you know teachers are often left at the back of the back of the queue it's always you know when you've got teaching resource or you've got money to spend especially from government or or whatever perspective it's usually the students that get it first you know the students get it and then the teachers are sort of left to last and yeah i guess that's that that was the reason to to come up with a reportal that you know there was something that that helped teachers gain time and yeah produce produce good output Brilliant. Well, yeah, I can't wait to hear more about it. And obviously, we've we've timed this perfectly because it is report season, or at least it is in the independent sector in, in the UK. We've just had common entrance exams, and now teachers will be sitting down to, to writing reports. In the state-maintained sector, uh, obviously, the majority of people in the UK are in that sector. Um, it, it will be exactly the same. There'll be end-of-year reports being written in, I imagine, the vast majority of schools. And so, you know, you mentioned like the number of reports, particularly in primary schools, if you're teaching more than one subject, those those numbers can wrap up. So, um, yeah, I think that this could be a very, very useful tool. 
obviously you're talking about reports being personalized. Now, I'm assuming when your mum was sitting write, writing reports after hours, she was sitting down, applying a bit of thought about each individual child, maybe getting their workout, looking at their grades, trying to combine all of that uh, and, and craft that into something which read perfectly. Now, you know, that that's something which it, it really is quite a, quite a skill. So how can, how can a piece of software replace that? Yeah, well, I guess it's it's all about the advancements in in AI, um, and with ChatGPT coming out, we've basically leveraged that to create these reports, and we gather a few inputs about the child. Um, they will be, uh, you know, their name, uh, the length of report, uh, the competency, um, their learning level. And then just based off a few, uh, you know, short descriptions. So you know, let's just say, let's just say it's a it's a it's a report for Mia uh, around maths. You could just say three short descriptions, something like, um, you know, is learning their times tables, um, is excellent in class, works well with others, and can count to a hundred. You know, that's just a that's just a, a brief sort of description about it. But you can just give it those those very small um, prompts, we call them, or descriptions, and it will pump out a, a report or an output which personalizes that every single time. Brilliant. And actually, you've just made me think of a, a time when I was uh, quite new in teaching and I, I had a, a South African mentor who wasn't that confident with their English. And she would sit down in the staff room and she'd do almost what exactly what you've just said. She'd think of a few key words to then build her report around. But she would she would lean on me to try and get the grammar of her sentences to flow correctly. She you know she didn't teach English for her was more difficult than it would have been for say a native English speaker who taught English for instance. Mm. I can see that the reporter is actually going to level the playing field for for a lot of people. Um, Absolutely, and I don't think it's 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 just you know uh, people with English as their second language, you know. Even I, I struggle writing anything. You know, I don't know how to start a report. I don't know how to start a letter. I don't know how to start something, you know, and I've got the ideas up there. I know what I want to write, but I just can't sort of put it in paper in a sort of, you know, cohesive way. So this is something that just, it it it, it gets all that and just outputs it exactly how you, you would like it to do it. It's kind of, yeah, it's giving you a helping hand writing something in a great way. Brilliant. And I think, you know, those that require the helping hand, let's say, you know, I'm aware of uh, an art teacher who's not that confident with his, his spelling grammar. He might teach every pupil in the school, whereas there might be an English teacher who only teaches certain sets and is very confident at, at writing. And so, you know, some some teachers tend to then be disproportionately affected. And it, and it might be that they're not that confident with language. So as I say, like, this is going to be such a useful tool from what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. So have you, Fraser, have you actually launched this then? Yeah, we've launched it. Um, we actually started developing it probably at the around Christmas last year. Um, it took us a good sort of three or four months to get it up and running, um, getting feedback from teachers, uh, seeing what worked well, what didn't. Um, but yeah, it is live. Um, it's on uh, the URL uh, reportal.ai. Um, it is free for anyone to use. There are a few plans, but if you want to just jump on, 
have a have a have a test around and and see how it goes, then then you're more than more than welcome to to jump on and and, and try it out. Brilliant! No, can't wait. So um, obviously, you know, I can see that teachers of, of all um, sort of fields and and settings would would love to give this a go, and I, and I think from the sounds of it, it's something that they'll probably use for the rest of their careers. However, would you say that you've foreseen some resistance from? maybe school leaders or particularly in fee-paying schools where there might be an expectation that teachers spend a certain amount of time writing reports, you know, is is that something you've considered? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it kind of comes down to the, the principal and especially the teachers. I mean, all of the teachers we've talked to have loved it. Some of the principals that we thought would be sort of the hardest to sort of get them to sort of come around to this this idea of, of having something else sort of write these reports on behalf of, of, of a teacher, they've actually loved it. And that's all, it's always, you know, these principals from, you know, like a lower decile or a state school, something that's going to help their teachers write reports because report writing is really hard. I mean, there's definitely people who think, why would I let AI write something about a student? You know, wouldn't that be impersonal? Wouldn't that be, you know, wouldn't that just be a a weird sort of thing to do? But because you're inputting descriptions about that child, it is all true. You know, it's, you're not, you're not making anything up. It's just, the rest of the report is is the fluff. It's it's sort of adding the fluff, but the the context about the child is there. So, yeah, I mean, we to be honest, we haven't had that much kickback. We thought we were going to get a lot more, but yeah, I think I think it's all it's all part of the times. You know, when the internet came around, you think, oh, this is the end of 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 encyclopedias or just you know knowledge, but it, it's not. It's just another way of of evolving with the times and using this technology to sort of further ourselves and especially further teachers and and make it easier for for teachers to 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 write reports it sounds like it's going to get most of us about 80% of the way and then if not more and then and then we can really add a bit of tailored information which will will make it absolutely per- personal and in terms of the, the words that come to mind when you describe a child you start using those as a starting block in that sense, you know, it's creating exactly what you would create yourself, but it's going to be grammatically perfect every time. So yeah, I'm, Absolutely. I'm really excited about it. Um, and, and that's, and that's the thing with it. You know, this, this thing is here to guide you. It's there to, to start a report for you. It'll give you the full context, but it's, it's intention is, is not to sort of, replace report writing it is to get you in a position where you know it will do 80 percent of the work for you then you can go in and you can change things you can personalize it even more and and that's the way it was designed you know this isn't just a one-stop shop where teachers can just pump out report after report after report it's just supposed to make that that process easier just thinking about maybe the cost benefit to schools being huge you know there's you think about the time and, and often money spent on proofreading. I know a lot of schools actually employ a proofreader seasonally to do this job. And the vast majority of, of pushback on reports that I've experienced over the past decade have been linked to SPAG, you know, and if we can negate that form of correction, surely that would save the proofreader so much time and, and then the school a great deal of money. Absolutely. And it's not even that. It's 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 teacher's time because you know, sometimes you think of this as, you know, just a, a, a teacher exercise where a teacher will write a report and then it's done, you know, it's complete. That's not the way it operates. 
you know, once a teacher does their report, it then goes up to their head of department. They'll have a look at it, you know, go through those checks, see if it's spelt, spelt correctly, see if the sentence structure is correct. And then from there, it might go up to the assistant principal, the deputy principal, and then it might even go up to the principal. So if you think about this piece of software, this is negating all of that. You have something which is grammatically correct every single time. It's just, it cuts out all that all that extra stuff that, that doesn't need to be a part of report writing, especially for, for senior leadership and, and, and people in, uh, in power. Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't become a senior leader to become a, a, a glorified spell check. So that's absolutely that's not. Great. So, you know, thinking about reporting now, I, I haven't been a teacher for that long, literally a decade. And in that time, I've seen reports evolve a great deal. So when I started, the reporting was handwritten slips that went into a booklet. And if there was a mistake on that, I think they were even double sided. So you'd have, say, history on one side, art on the other if one of you made a mistake, both sides had to be rewritten. And as I say, it was by hand and it was sort of best handwriting, which is obviously quite archaic. Pre-lockdown, that, that had evolved in the setting that I was in to, to type reports, obviously with the benefit of spell check. Um, and then what happens is you, you also get the added benefit of being able to copy and paste stock phrases across to multiple reports. Is this different really in terms of, let's say... Um, Timmy is diligent and and Maya is diligent and and they're some of my key words will they end up with sections of their report which which are effectively copy and pasted or does it not work like that yeah that's the beauty of the software um I mean you know I always think about it as you know 60 percent of the students are probably going to be very similar you know they're gonna they're gonna share a lot of characteristics a lot of learning learning habits learning techniques and then you've got 20 percent who are sort of above the class average and you're going to have 20 percent that are below the class average so a lot of that sort of if you think about it in a bell curve there's going to be 60 percent there who probably share a lot of characteristics and you think okay i'm going to give them very similar prompts maybe even exactly the same prompts um, for all these students, and you think that this is going to, you know, just come back with the same output every single time. The beauty of this piece of software is that it is completely different every single time. So, yeah, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you put the same pieces of the same description in there. It is going to come back with different output. Um, yeah, and and that's that's the real benefit f- uh, about Reportal. And not only that, but, you know, once you've done reports, I don't know if you work on a, on a four yearly or, or two yearly report writing cycle, but, you know, when you've written reports the first time, you then have to do it the second time. And when you go back into a portal, all those fields are still there. You can see exactly the output that's been, that's been generated from the last report. You can see the little descriptive, uh, descriptive tags that you've used. And, you know, every single time you do reports, it becomes easier and easier and easier. If you want to customize that report, you can you can you can add another description in there. You can remove a description. You can completely change it. It's supposed to make report writing easier and easier the more you do it. That's so good. Yeah. Going back to sort of the the evolution of, of report writing during COVID, we saw a huge shift towards online reports where reports were typed, PDF'd and put in a folder on Parent Hub or, or similar websites. Parents then had a login and of course they'd had to open a folder and then they had individual 
PDFs that they had to to download by subject. Now, what's very interesting about this, and the, the reason I mention it, is I happen to have a friend who's a deputy head academic in a, a London independent school in London. She told me that um, uh, I shouldn't really laugh because it's quite depressing, but she told me that there it was the second year of using this, so I think it must have been the second lockdown, and they 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 ran a report on the number of folders on Parent Hub which had been opened by parents after a reporting cycle and it was eight percent which you know across a senior school is pretty poor and that's not even each individual report that's just the folder so you know lots of subjects may not have even been read within those eight percent of folders now that's quite a demoralizing stat and i'm hoping that's an extreme at one end but let's say you know take an average of 50 let's say 50% of reports are read at the moment digitally, you know, that that's still quite demoralizing when you think of the collective working hours that go into producing these things. Now, there will always be family that print them off and that, that keep them and read them to the grandparents and keep them in a nice box and, and really value them. So we have to provide that service. And, and if we accept that, you know, for, for those, this is an effective way of reporting. I'm not, I'm not going to make the argument because I think the reporting discussion is much wider than this. But, but for those families that value it, it's effective. And therefore, we need to keep doing it. Then it sounds like reportal is the answer in, in terms of making this whole process more efficient. So do you have any idea of how much time could be saved? I know that's a, a wildly uh, wide-ranging question, but um, to give us an idea. Yeah. So my brother actually did a uh, an experiment on just how many reports he could write. And I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was an hour or a hundred minutes. And basically he was able to create, I think it was a hundred reports. I think it might even be for tw- for in 20 minutes of, of time which is kind of crazy to think. And this was, you know, it was an experiment, but this was, you know, having a formula, having little descriptive words in there, because each time you write a description, you don't have to write that again. You can reference that. So it becomes easier and easier and easier, as I said. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the time benefits, it it can rapidly, rapidly reduce reduce that time. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, that, yeah, I mean, that's in terms of like percentage increase, that's got to be up there in the 90s, hasn't it, in terms of efficiency? So absolutely, that's, that's huge. I, I suppose the next thing is in terms of like where the product is now, is that is there a sort of a, a vision for future functionality or um, are you working on anything at the moment that, that you'd like to tell us about with the, the app or, or is it sort of the, the gold standard? <laughs> You're quite happy with it. <laughs> No, I, I think that's that's part of of, of writing software or, or, or coming up with a web app. I mean, it's it's constantly changing. You know, there's always new features to be added. In terms of big features that we're looking to implement, I think the next part will be uh, a review section. So once a teacher has written, um, you know, their students' reports, it could then be emailed to a reviewer or a senior you know head or whatever and then they can go in and you know actually look at the report and the output that is there so they can check for you know spelling not that they need to but they could check spelling they could check you know just the whole the whole report itself and then they could recommend some changes or they could approve it 
So again, it's it's cutting down that you know the the second touching. You know, I, I actually I have an auntie who's at a school here in New Zealand, and she's very old school, um, but she likes her reports printed out, and every, that means she she looks over every single uh, student in the school, and she gets a, a printout of every single student. So imagine that where you don't have to print off all this paper. You don't have to, you know, it's, it's going through all these sets of hands. It just gets approved there on the spot and it's done. It's ready to, you know, be copy and pasted into a PDF or or however a, a teacher wants to distribute that. So, yeah, that, that's probably the biggest change um, and there's there's a lot more coming as well. Wow. Okay. Well, that that sounds brilliant. And I'm just thinking again. You know, we didn't really talk about the sustainability aspect or or the the cost saved to the school because printing is is not a cheap exercise these days. So on the sort of theme of cost, obviously this isn't free. Although I think you said it, it it's free as a trial. Did you? Yeah. There's so there's a free component. So basically, out of the box, we give you um, Ten generations or or ten reports where you can write. So you can create a student, you can create a subject, and then you can generate ten reports. Um, after that, you can then go on to a plan. We've got two plans. One is a, a teacher plan, so it's just for an individual teacher. Uh, that costs thirty New Zealand dollars, which is about fifteen pounds. Um, it's every six months. It's not every month. You know, we know the 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 frequency of report writing and that it's, you know, it can be either quarterly or or half yearly. So, yeah, so that's £15 every um, six months. And then there's another plan there, which is a school or a team plan, and that is $20 New Zealand dollars or £10. Um, and that basically gives you, um, you know, like a, like a school plan um, functionality where you can invite staff members or, or or however you see fit, and then you can invite those those people into your team, and then they can use report uh, reportal freely. Wow. Okay. So I suppose the 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 school based, you know, the the corporate package. I think that obviously would really improve the actual proofreading element, wouldn't it? Because then various people can log into that, and the proofreader can tweak actually in the in the system. So Absolutely. That, yeah. That okay. Well, that sounds very sensible, and particularly if you, you know, there's a lot of chat around features thinking. I don't know if you've come across that very much, but you know, where do you want to be by a certain point, and how do you get there? Well, if we're saying we want to be paperless and we don't want to waste all of this time actually having all the proofreading done, or certainly you know, eighty percent of the proofreading, then I would say the corporate package so per per teacher how much would that cost again sorry was it 10 so that, yeah, that is 10 10 pound or 20 new zealand dollars so yeah wow. it's it's very cheap i mean the way we kind of did the price structure was we kind of thought about it from my mother's perspective where you have 30 children in your class right if it is 29 new zealand dollars or 30 new zealand dollars how much would you pay to 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 save that cost of writing a report, would you pay a dollar per student? I mean, to us, that seemed like a no-brainer, right? I'd, I'd, I'd give over a dollar just to save, you know, two or three hours of, of report writing. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of where our our thinking was in terms of in terms of pricing. But I think it's, uh, I think it's somewhere somewhere in the sweet spot. I think you know it's very fair, and because of the take up, I think you know it it makes sense to have that price point. But I'm just thinking from a, a sort of 
institutional standpoint, I happen to know that proofreaders cost a minimum of about a grand, really, that the UK. So, you know, if you had a hundred teachers using that every cycle, then you know you're you and, and not that many schools have a hundred teachers in them. You know, most of them are smaller, so that's a cost saving every six months or every every cycle. Absolutely, um, as well as the time. I mean, the time is the biggest saving, right? I mean, I don't know if it's similar over here. Actually, I think I saw, but in New Zealand, there's a lot of sort of teacher strikes. I think I've seen something very similar over here where teachers are just, you know, flat out overworked. And and having my mother as a teacher, I know exactly what goes into being a teacher, the time, you know, spent, you know, writing lesson plans, writing reports. It is, it's a mammoth task. So if we can save some of that time and give it back to teachers, then that's got to be a good thing. Trust me, once term starts, there's no time during the day to, to produce these things. And so the majority of teachers that I know actually spend their holiday writing reports. And obviously, there are two problems with that. There's burnout, but there's, there's also the fact that the report is being written half a term before it needs to go out. And so in terms of the usefulness of that report going home at the end of the term, you know, there are question marks over that. So this, I think, ticks both boxes. So, yeah, from where I'm sitting, anyway. If you really want to have a look at it, I, I really, I really urge you to. Like, if you want to save time writing reports, and if you just want to test it out, go to www.reportal.ai, and it's absolutely free to sign up. You can just generate ten, see what the output's like, and yeah, make a make a judgment call on that. But this hopefully will save you time. Fraser, I'm sure we're going to see you on the news very shortly. Um, uh, this is, you know, there's no way this isn't going to go viral. And uh, thank you for, for giving your time to the pod today. Uh, so, yeah, hi, Rira. Cheers. Thank you very much. All the best. Cheers. You've been listening to The Rest is Education. I'm Ross Borthwick, and today I've been joined by... Fraser Finlader. And you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. And if you'd like to email us, you can at therestiseducation at gmail.com. And if you'd like to know more, do go to reportal.ai. Thanks so much.